Hey guys, welcome to Young Minds Podcast. Hi. Hey Frank, what's going on, bro? <laughs> Nothing. You have much. a big smile on your face. I just feel is that good. just is that because we just filmed uh, filmed recorded a great great fucking podcast? It was the best. <laughs> oh, would you turn, no, would you turn vegan? Fucking aw- yeah, I'm sorry. So much vegan talk. <laughs> um, I'm B12 deficient. No, nah, guys, we didn't shit talk vegans. We actually went over a lot of nutrition. We went over each of the fad diets, so to speak. Yes. And, so we uh, have keto, we have low carb, we have paleo, vegan, and carnivore. <laughs> Boom. We talked point. about all of those. We discussed the benefits of each, if there are any on some. We discussed um, negatives, nutrition in general. And we talked about just general health. And then we talked about um, the downfalls of each fad diet, yeah. however you want to call it. And then how they're applied. How would you actually put these into practice? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, again, these are just our, this is our research. And trial and error. Trial yeah, and exactly. Error. Um, and, you know, for some of them we couldn't, like carnivore and vegan, we don't we haven't done. But the research is there and y- you'll... You will definitely benefit. If you are searching, if you're shopping right now for a diet and you're looking for the best one, I totally listen to this. And uh, Yeah. You know. Grab a, pe- a pen and paper, too. Yeah, do there's because there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot of information here we spew out. Yeah. If you're driving in your car, you're going to like it, but you're going to want to pull over or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and, uh, enjoy the podcast. Oh, and by the way, please check out our brand new website, youngmindspodcast.com. It is incredibly beautiful. Frank and I made oh, it on our sexy. own. Um, it's a forum. It's a member membership-based forum where you get to create your own account, become a member, become part of the Young Minds community. Um, It's only for people who are growth-minded, who want to learn more, because Frank and I are pumping this website with content on on workouts, nutrition, supplements, motivation tips, healthy lifestyle tips. I said tips twice. I guess I'm just thinking about tips a lot. Just a tip. That's pretty weird. Just check out the website, youngmindpodcast.com. You could type it in. You could click the link in the bio. And... With that being said, enjoy the fucking podcast. Oh, yeah, guys. This is this is amazing. I love it. I want to listen to it right now. All right. <laughs> see you guys. Bye. Wait. What is this feeling in my brain? It feels, feels like it's growing. That, my friend, is knowledge. Because you're listening to Young Minds Podcast. Oh, yeah, and the Two website and everything. Ago. And the website and what's going on on the... F- Young Minds podcast website. My God, it just launched. And we already have people joining. It's amazing. We already have people buying product. Yeah, like... We didn't even advertise that we have products. Like, we we showed it on the stories. Yeah. We didn't advertise anything, and we already have someone buying products. Yeah. Shout out to 1X. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shout out. Yeah, so what happened was I I had a website. I had a website. Notice how I said had. I had a website, and what all it was is a forum where I uploaded information that, you know, information I've learned throughout the years and on fitness, nutrition, supplements, uh, motivational stuff, and that's all it was. It's a member-based website, and not that long ago, I think maybe like four days ago, I was looking at it, and then I got Frank, and I'm like, yo, what would you say if we just converted this into the Young Minds website, because I'd rather focus on Young Minds over just, um, you know, justinromano.com. Yeah, and it's more, and now it could be a community thing because it's not exactly. tagged to your, it's not attached to your name. Yeah, you know, a lot of people might just be apprehensive and be like, "Oh, that's him." Okay, what's his website? Like, if they have to be a fan of you. Yeah, 100%. no, definitely it was then a you fan have to, like, of me. Promote and you. You have to be a fan of the the studies I read and the the information I give out. You know, mm-hmm. but now it's more of be a fan of young minds. Yeah, and be a fan of us and our 
vision yeah, and our information. So now go to this website. We've completely remodeled it. It's youngmindspodcast.com. Complete remodel. We did a amateur photo shoot, you and I. We had no photographer. Just Still dope. Still yeah, just you work, and I man. took some photos, uploaded. We uh, created some merchandise, and then we have a forum. So basically, it's still a forum where it's a monthly subscription to get into the forum. And in this forum, Frank and I just crank out content between the two of us. Um, same same thing in the motivational and lifestyle, habit tips, uh, nutrition tips, supplementation tips. So it's just another way that we want to push out information. That's yep. all it is. Yeah, and it's basically like every day we are going to be learning more and more and more. And as we learn, we're going to post that onto the website. And uh, we explained this a little bit last time, but, you know, it's nice to give people a second round of what's going on because it is increasing every single day and we're putting more effort into it. And uh, we're getting a clearer picture of what we want to do with the website. And, uh, you know, it's it's a lot of fun if people could get involved and share what has worked for them and if there's any comments to the things that we put out there people oh yeah because testimony. what frank's saying right now is when you sign up you have your own account and you have your own profile and with that you you can comment back on our posts and in the forum everyone can talk to each other i mean that's what we want we want everyone to mingle with each other and talk back and forth on the subjects we say and then there is a community section where you as a member can create your own post whether it be you want to motivate someone, whether you have a question, whether you um, want to show your progress or anything, yeah. really Just anything. There's no, there's no boundaries. And it, it's, it's participation. It's you being involved, participating and contributing to the movement. This isn't a product. This isn't a – it's a brand, but it's a brand of us, a brand of you, us. Yeah. You know, a brand not, of young minded, us too. young it's, minded, growth minded individuals. Yeah. It's just us as a collective. Everybody who wants to jump in, let's all make this, uh, make this party happen. Yeah. You know? If we could have got youngminds.com, yeah. I would have loved that a lot better than youngmindspodcast.com. Did you go to youngminds.com? It's I some did not. bullshit. What is it? I'm going to pull it up right now. And it's that like, I actually didn't go. It's so stupid. It's not even young. Mi- like you know what we can do? We can reach out to whoever owns it. And yeah. see, but of course they're gonna sell they're gonna it to us like, for like oh, ten thousand yeah. dollars, yeah. dude. Peak internet. Let me like, see. What the fuck is that? Peak internet. It's some Man. Craigslist looking bullshit. Like nobody owns this. No one cares. Nah, but it, even if we reached out to them, because I could find out, I could I could get their information. Yeah, I know how to it. hack that shit. Let's just do it anyway. But they would, uh, yeah, they'd be like ten thousand dollars. I don't give okay. it to you. It's like I'm not that interested. I just want to know, like, are you selling it? Or are you getting rid of it? We could like, do that. I would, you know, you don't have to. Because I'd rather. Man, this is my life. I want it so bad. Well, because yeah, I'd rather the website be branded towards young minds than our podcast because it really has nothing to do with our podcast yeah our podcast is just kind of the podcast the, is the podcast and then their website vocals. is its website yeah you know so we'll get there It'll yeah happen eventually but as of right now but it was it was very exciting because i mean dude think ugh, the age that we live in you and i took photos sent them to my computer built a website built um products and in one day what was a six hours dude and we got not even sushi. one day and then we get <laughs> like between we that we got sushi and not only did we get sushi like we drove to smithtown oh dude we drove for it was out. like 20 minutes and then we were out of the way and then they're like sorry we're closed family emergency i was like yeah that's perfect so now we had to turn around and go back to where you live yeah it was get. just it was just it's such a beautiful thing that we can create all this we have a, a vision in our minds we can sit down create all of it and have it set 
done in, like you just said, six hours. Yeah, it's unreal. Like before, I was like, oh, we have to apply for permits, and then I got to, like, get this done and get, you know, build this, and yeah. then I have to buy hire, a Hire a production company. Yeah. Have a business plan written out. Yeah. It's like, no, none of that. You want to do something, just figure out how to do it, and pr- most likely it'll not take you that long. Yeah, and you know? the overhead is, you know, it's not, it's not like what it used to be. No. So it makes it easier. Um, I'm very excited for, for what we've built and, yeah. uh, and for then, people to see it. I'm excited for people to see it, honestly. Yeah, it, all it needs is exposure because it's, it, by design, it's a great concept. You mm-hmm. know, if, you, if you have the energy and time and the interest, if you're intellectually curious... Growth minded, you know. It's my yeah. fucking favorite hashtag of 2018. Yeah, hashtag no, growth minded. Yeah, and we have those shirts too. Oh yeah, we got the yeah. sleeveless tees. I can't wait till. Oh, dude, the in. product descriptions. I still can't get. Oh, over I them. love it. I you guys gotta check so out much. <laughs> check out the product descriptions. They're amazing. You're gonna love them. Um, but uh, yeah, let's talk about what we did that day. Uh, our training. What did we do? What did we work out? What did we? Mm. You know, because we did have a full day outlift. Yeah, we we trained first and then we did a photo shoot. Yeah. And then website work. Which was nice. Um, I trained a little unconventional barbell stuff. Oh, yeah, I did a couple of those. See, I just went straight bodybuilding legs, right? Yeah, I just did legs. I just did legs and that was it. Yeah, not mine. I was like, my whole CNS is just like absolutely primed. It's amazing. Yeah. You you definitely got to try that. So offset barbell work, we kind of went over it last time, so I'll just go really quick. It's like racking a barbell on one side. I'm not racking, I'm sorry. Weighting a barbell on one side. Uh, and just doing your conventional barbell lifts, except without weight on yeah. the other side. Wait, so at one point, Frank was in the the deadlift section, holding a barbell with a 25 on one side and no weights on the other side, and he was going through a deadlift motion. And I, you know, people were looking at you, and I scream across the gym, and like, yo, Frank, you're missing weights. I was like, <laughs> someone tell this kid he's doing it wrong. And people were laughing. That was like your first time in a gym, buddy? Like, yeah, you gotta yeah. do both. Like, right? yeah, you gotta put the 25 on both sides, dude. <laughs> you tired? And then you actually showed um, that, that older guy. gentleman. Yeah. You put him on the bench press with weights on one side and explained to him how to go through it. And you were explaining he, to him that he's going to grow a lot from it. Yeah. So just a real quick, just the the physiological breakdown. I, when you, if you're bench pressing, right, with a barbell, typical barbell press, it's even on both sides. So all you have to do is really apply pressure up, up and forward above your chest. And then there's slight variation left and right very little and then there's slight variation front and back so like towards Mm -hmm. your legs and towards Towards your your face you know that's very controllable it's not that hard but the one thing that this offset weight does is forces you to now fight the twisting of your spine like you're wringing out a towel Mm -hmm. right like that twisting of the spine and rotation along the transverse plane which is what they call it called transverse plane as you spin around your spine that stability engages all these little stabilizer muscles that'll then help you when you do have that regular uh, uh, balanced weight, you're going to apply those muscles subconsciously and your central nervous system is going to prime itself for that intense torquing of your spine, but it's not going to be there because now you have a, uh, an evenly racked weight and that'll help accelerate your strength gains. And then if you do, you implement that unconventional approach once a week and you don't I was just about to ask you, what would you tell people to do if they wanted to try this? So for every lift that you want to get stronger in, so whether, let's pick the top three. You have your deadlift, your squat, and your bench press. Your bench press, just take, it it has to be very little weight. Um, We did it with what, 15s? Yeah, so let's say your max bench press is 
185 pounds, yeah. right? And uh, <laughs> and we're not laughing at you. We're laughing with you. Um, <laughs> so if you're 185 pounds, you're probably going to want to do maybe 15 pounds on one side or maybe 20 pounds on one side. And you're going to control that weight at through the range of motion. You're going to make sure that the, the bar is directly above your chest and the middle. You have to, you have to organize. You know what we're going to do? We're, we're uh, going to make a post on the forum with videos and pictures on on this. Yeah, okay, so I'll give you the visual for that. But usually there's like a, the grips on the barbell. There's usually a center grip and that center grip will give you the orientation of where that should be and that should be between your nipples, right? Like that if you're benching. So think about it. You have that center grip and that should fall right between directly above your sternum. And as you drive up, you should go powerful on the way up. Make sure that it's always the bar is always parallel to the floor and just you're going to understand what I mean when the bar wants to torque and go in Yeah, I did a direction. couple reps on the bench press. Yeah. So it was pretty hard. Yeah, and it wants to go in that direction where the weight is. Um, but if you could use that stabilizing technique cuz you have to, there's no other way, you then carry that over into your lifts, into your your conventional bench press. Um, next you would actually do a let's say you're doing a deadlift same thing the bar is parallel to the floor you if your max deadlift is 315 or up to 400 i would say do 45 pounds on one side max that's that's even a lot that's a you lot. weren't even doing that no i wasn't but i was just kind of using the same bar max I'd say 35 right 35 or 25 25 on that but um maximum i'd do 45 because it's possible yeah but uh but only for like three or four reps doing it really really slow um, so on your way down, going really, really slow, and then drive up really quick. So on your positive motion, you go quick. That negative motion, you go very slow. Um, four or five seconds, and then pause at the bottom. Try to own every position of that range of motion. Um, next would then be your squat. The squat, you'd have to obviously be very careful. The one thing about the squat that actually helps you a shit ton, which helped me this weekend when I learned this, sure. is loading the bar, the same thing, 25 if your max squat is 315 or whatever the hell, maybe 250, whatever. Take 25, put it on one side, and have your arms racked on the on the weight. Can you kill that spider coming oh, at you? Him. Dude, that thing was coming at you hot. Yeah, daddy long legs. Um, so you uh, <laughs> you get under the you get under the bar. And where you grab the bar, you're going to pull that bar down as if you're trying to bend it over your traps. You're trying to bend it and wrap it around your traps. You're trying to bend the whole bar and wrap it, mm -hmm. right? And you're driving your elbows down to your sides. What that's going to do is solidify the muscles around your spine, around your upper spine. And then you're going to follow through with your typical squat stance. And what that's going to do is it's going to force your your uh, force the bar to your back and not feel like you're... You're swaying left or right, wherever the, the weight is, whichever side you put it on. And that's going to force you to really reinforce that spine so that next time when you do put a lot of weight on there, you apply that same uh, that same force down, and you're going to have such a solid lift, and you're not going to fail in your back like you normally would. Like Usually when you, fa when you fail on a squat... It's because you punch forward. You, yeah, you like, roll forward. That's the first thing that goes That's what I head. did when I was going for, uh, what is it, 405? 405. Four yeah. plates? Yeah. Yeah. You the, first thing, the first thing that happened when I got down was rolled sh straight went forward. It's like a shitty good morning. Right? Yeah. You're just like, oh, fuck, it's not going. I, went, I was like, oh. You know, so that prevents that, and that, that reinforces the integrity of your spine. So then it's really a lot of leg pressure. Um, again, same tempo. I'd go down maybe four or five seconds on the negative and then explode up in the positive and make sure you hold your composure. Do that once a week for all of those lifts. Um, you could spread those all out if you want to, or you could just get one nice 
set or two I'm going to implement that on my warm-up. So if I'm warming up warm for up. my chest, for a chest back day, I'm going to use, um, what's it called? Unconventional? They call, well, that's offset. 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 Unconventional is just yes, the general okay. approach. So I'm going to gonna use the offset bench press to warm up for mm-hmm. the bench. Yeah, it's it's an incredible tool. And if you don't wear yourself out, you just kind of get that nervous system primed and ready yeah. to go. No, I wouldn't use an exercise flawless. like that to wear myself out. Yeah, no, that's, definitely not. Yeah. It's too much on your stabilizer muscles mm-hmm. and not enough on the primary. So yeah. like if you're bodybuilding, it's pointless I think it's to gonna be do nice. just that. It's amazing. It's just like an added little thing that you could do. Yeah, no, I love doing that. I love and, finding uh, little warm-ups and little... Th- small technique changes to completely change your workout and your physique. Yeah, and one thing that I I started doing too is there's a lot of mobility exercises, and these are something else that I also will put on the... the, On the uh, form. I have to write that down because I'm going to forget that. But uh, intra-workout mobility. Um, And basically what that is, is instead of after a set... It's so hard to talk and write at the same time when you're not writing (laughs) what I'm saying. Um... In between each set, instead of sitting down, like, so say you're doing, like, five-by-fives on squats. So you have really heavy squats to do. And your nervous system is primed and ready to go, and then you, you sit you do for as two much minutes, as you can. You sit, and your blood starts to slow down. Uh, your blood distribution starts to, you know, fall See, uh, what slow. I do subconsciously is I pace. I never, sit, a, I never sit in between my workouts. I pace. Yeah. And I do it not because of whatever you're about to say. I literally just do it just because I don't want to cool down. I just want to yeah. keep my heart rate up. So, I mean, it is kind of like that. Yeah, but you're going to do there's another layer. specific. Just lo- so extension of the spine or elongation of the spine, trying to decompress the spine, but using all of the surrounding stabilizing muscles throughout your whatever little movements you're going to be doing. And there's a plethora of fucking movements you can do. There's so many. And whatever one you choose to do for that will help you circulate the blood and get your body moving in a different way, but it won't challenge you on the on the muscular level like the workout itself but it'll keep the heart rate up and keep you focused and then as you approach it you approach the bar again you're like primed and ready to go yep and all the muscles around your spine are not just sitting there and relaxed i mean ultimately what my focus is now after this these couple of weekends is everything revolves around your spine unless you're doing bicep curls like probably not going to need your spine that much if you're sitting down or something you know but like your spine is everything in all these big primary compound lifts it's, it's just to not maximize that you're doing yourself a disservice and it's inefficient so um i'd recommend that to anybody and we will have a tutorial video that is so necessary so uh stay tuned for that shit um do you want to get into the diet actually what do you have something to you start the diet Montreal? no no to start the diet i want to talk about the barbershop this morning Oh, fuck, yeah, yeah. So, I didn't understand that text. Yeah, I just had text. I, was like, barbershop. <laughs> I, I need this for the podcast. I was like, well, I was driving. Yeah, I guess you got to look at the I left my haircut this morning, and I, fr- I saw Frank's text about what we want to talk about on the podcast. And I had something at the barbershop I wanted to say, so I just literally texted barbershop. Fucking and that's lay it. it on me, dude. Uh, so, obviously, at the barbershop, my boys cut my hair and got the two barbers next to him and we always talk you know barbershop talk and obviously anytime i have a conversation with someone it always revolves around fitness and health and nutrition somehow this is just just, you know every aspect of my life revolves around it i have the bias like of health visor that i see the entire world with so i think it was every thursday i get a haircut every thursday 10 a.m i'm there if you guys want to stalk me, stalk me, stalk me, stalk like a stalk like of corn. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, so a couple weeks ago, 
um, the barber to the left, what was he doing? He was talking about how his wife is trying to, she wants to eat healthy and she's trying to stop him. Like he, he had a bag of Cheetos and he was saying that he had to sneak these Cheetos into work, like buy it sneaky and, and eat it. And he's like, my wife's trying to make me eat healthy. And you know, she's saying all this stuff is so bad for me. And I kind of look at him and I'm like, well, dude, like she's right. Yeah. And then I wanted to start talking to him about, you know, the Cheetos specifically is high fructose corn syrup, canola oil, uh, enriched bleach, flour, whatever the fuck is in there, yeah. all that shit. And as I start to say it, I think I mentioned this once, he he said immediately, he was like, nah, dude, I know what all this stuff does and I'm fine with oh, it. Oh, this is that guy? Yeah, this yeah. is this guy. And as soon as he said that, I was like, okay, I didn't continue with the conversation because yeah. in my head I was like, you know, if you actually nowhere. knew what that stuff did to you physically you wouldn't eat them like metabolically fucking metabolically mentally fuck everything you wouldn't eat them so yeah. i just kind of cut this conversation off i was like oh yeah yeah like whatever and the kid who cuts my hair he's been my best friend for years so he knows me so he like looked at me and he knew i wanted to say more but i didn't he whatever <laughs> like, we laughed easy, and whatever <laughs> so today either. um i get in and we're chit-chatting and I, the guy's drawer is open because, you know, they have, like, the desk with all the buzzers. His drawer is open, and I see, like, Sour Patch gummy worms, mm-hmm. and then I see uh, Pringles on top, and then um, another bag of something, right? There's nothing for me to say. I'm not I'm not this guy's fucking uh, mentor or, yeah. you know, I'm not trying to run his life. And of course. I I'm, I'm, don't want to be rude to it. Yeah, it's point, not your place. But I just see it, and in my head, I'm like, dude, this guy just eats. He doesn't give a fuck. And he's he's overweight. He's very overweight. And he's super sluggish. Uh, he fell down the stairs a couple weeks ago and hurt his hip. And, you know, the way he eats, his his body's recovery system is not on point. Yeah. So he's still, like, nothing's wrong. He just fell and, like, got a little bruise. But he's still, from a week, two weeks ago, limping. And I'm just like, dude, like, you're shot. You know, in my yeah. head, I'm like, your body is shot. And you're about, you're eating those summy, gummy patches with the fucking Pringles and everything. And, uh... So my barber starts talking like, yo, guys, I'm hungry. What they do at the barbershop is they all order food. Yeah. And he's like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. And everyone just starts spewing out like what they want from the deli. And they're like, yo, I want a, uh," and word for word, the guy next to me goes, I want a bagel and cream cheese, something light. (laughs) And (laughs) (laughs) something light. Yo, I look, Uh. I look at him and I look at Joe and I'm like, dude, I'm cringing. My, Joe is my barber. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm cringing right now. And he starts laughing. Fucking triggered, then, dude. So, yeah, I felt <laughs> triggered, dude. I was like, no fucking way. A bagel and cream cheese light. I'm like, that's not even real bread. Like, this. And then, um, so they get all this food and they're drinking their Tropicana orange juice, which is not even real juice. The label on a Tropicana box. 3%? If you, five. Five. Don't okay. underestimate five. that much. Sorry, guys. It says 5% juice. That means 95% of that drink is not juice like what is it <laughs> Water and what the fuck syrup, is it dude. so fuck. they're all drink they're all drinking their orange juice and eating their bagels and um the, the pringles and the sour gummies and everyone's eating all this trash and and it's i see it every week i'm there every week i'm there since i go at 10 a.m it's when they all order their breakfast because i think it opens at 9 30 mm-hmm. they're all ordering their shit and just eating i always see them eating and it's always trash man and it gets to me i'm like I want to help them all, but they don't want to listen. Yeah. Obviously, no. they don't want to listen because, you know, what he said. He's like, my wife wants me to eat healthy, but I don't want to eat that shit. I know what it does to me, but I'm fine with it. Yeah. And it's like, but then that's you an co- addict. And then they though. complain about how they feel. They complain about. That's the part They I, complain I have about no having no energy. Uh, the kid who cuts my hair has a Red Bull every morning. Um, 
because he just can't wake up. Yeah. And it's like, dude, your nutrition, brother, your nutrition. Follow me on Instagram. I'll help you. <laughs> For real. <laughs> At me, bro. But I feel so... Uh, it's crazy because when I was sitting in the chair looking around the, this morning, a bagel and cream cheese and a Tropicana orange juice. There's nothing wrong with that in this society. That's a normal breakfast. Yeah. Normal breakfast. But it's... You're actually hurting yourself. Like, completely negating... Everything. Your future. Yeah. You're just like, I don't but, want... But in the eyes of society, that's normal, dude. Mm-hmm. Bagel and cream cheese and... I mean, we grew up on that, too. Yeah, we no, eat that, that every fucking day. Th- I had a bagel cream cheese with jelly. Every day. Basically, All almost every day. Like, Cinnamon and raisin bagel. So now, with this education I have, I'm sitting there this morning, I'm like, fuck, this is bad, dude. It's unreal. And then he eats a Pringle and sipping <laughs> on that and this, and every day. Last week was... The, it was just bad. And then you text me and you're like, yeah, let's talk about uh, nutrition today. I was like, <laughs> sure thing. <laughs> I got the right story yeah, for you. So. Yeah, but in, and it sucks because in those situations, you look at those people and you're like, wow, I have I have your ticket out. Yeah. Like, I, but I you have, don't want it. Like, yeah. you don't want the ticket. You have no interest. You have no interest. We have the fucking golden ticket right here. And this, uh, this will get you out. When I was looking at the Pringles, I actually thought in my head, I, I looked at the can and I was like, that's not even real food. None of, none of that that's is not. real. It's, it's calories. Fake. Yeah. Calories. It's, 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 boring. I don't know. I have such a different way of looking at it now where I think to myself, that's not real. Yeah. Exactly. It's completely fake. It, it's like, it, it's a place saver for what food should be. It's just like you're, you're procrastinating eating. Well, it's like, a, uh, what do they call it? A palate, um, a peaser. <laughs> a peaser. Something like that. Palate pleasure. Palate pleasure. Mouth, palate pleasure. pleasure. mouth pleasure. It's a mouth pleasure. That's what it is. Yeah. That's the word. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. Mouth pleasure. And it, and it feel bad because the people out there, because you have to treat it like a drug addiction because that's what it is, right? Anything that plays on dopamine in the brain is an addiction. Anything that gives you that immediate reward without working for it, right? So, like, we always ha- we have this, uh, if you graph out fulfillment, there's always that struggle. And then after that struggle, it goes up into payoff, usually. That's how our brain mm-hmm. works, right? So there's that, that rough before the reward there's always that that hard hard work and then a payoff but in this case there's no hunting and then eating right the, no, the payoff no. you're getting is, very primitive <laughs> yeah no that's super primitive but yeah. at the same time there is a sacrifice that we make to eat whole foods and then cook it and then have this you know like how much time does it take you well to any cook? any like, hunter will t- tell you that hunting your meat and then cooking it you have so much more value to the food. Yeah, and I don't even want to go off on the weeds on that. I mean, that was yeah. just kind of like oh, okay. But back in the day, those were the mechanisms that helped push us forward, right? So the pleasure mm-hmm. was just getting food. Now we have that whole, I need to eat to stay alive. What do I do? Like, that's gone. That whole thing is over. Now we just go to the store. But instead of going to the store and going to the things that directly, uh, that directly boost up our happy chemicals and make us immediately pleasurable, like immediately pleasured. Mm-hmm. There's no like, there's no question. The second I put an Oreo in my mouth, it's like, oh, oh my. Oh, dude, I go food shopping and like start so eating the food before I bought it. Yeah. You ever do that? Like start eating. I done open up that. a bag of chips and start eating it before dude, you pay for it. Pop tarts were my favorite thing uh, to eat. Pop tarts. I was just about to segment with pop tarts for the. Oh, for later. Well, gotcha. for right now. I see. What, oh yeah. Well, we're gonna. <laughs> I guess we'll bring that in now. But like a lot of people are looking for that immediate pleasure, and they don't want to discipline themselves because there is a sacrifice. You know, like I'll take a steak. I have a steak upstairs marinating, right? So I had to think about taking it out of my freezer, defrosting it, right? Then marinating it, 
or seasoning it, seasoning, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I don't marinate it. Put it in, uh, tenderize it, season it, olive oil, all the shit. I put it out there to rest, and now it's just going to sit and absorb it. And then I took, I chopped up my vegetables, chopped up my broccoli. Um, quick note, to make broccoli more <laughs> healthy, <laughs> you chop it up into more surface area and expose it to oxygen, Ooh. and it produces more sulforaphane, which is a an antioxidant. That's which, right, guys. You heard it first on Young Minds Podcast. Make <laughs> sure to leave yeah. us a five-star review. Hey! <laughs> and th- that sulforaphane is actually a really, really good anti-aging and free radical combatter. See, okay, that's cool. I didn't know so, that. Yeah, so if you allow it to... Uh, if you expose it to oxygen over a long period of time with more surface area, that's why you got to cut it up, mm-hmm. it'll produce more of that sulforaphane. Otherwise, if you don't want to do that, just buy broccoli sprouts. They have about 50 times the sulforaphane of regular broccoli. So that's just your your little pro tip right there. Ta-da. But you see, you need to know this shit or learn it in order to understand what it does for you, and then implement it and feel the benefits, and then you'll you'll never go back, right? But let me get back to what I was saying. Like, it takes a lot of prep. It takes a lot of time. If I didn't have to do that, if I could just go to, you know, uh, go to some place, buy a burrito, and uh, ten minutes done, I have all of these food groups. I have everything. And you I know need. what I found? Um, now that I cook everything, yeah. that burrito. If I bought that burrito at Chipotle and I was full garbage i don't want it trash now that oh, i cook okay. everything and i take time with everything and it's a process and like this is my salmon i you know from start to finish I, like i literally skinned not skinned it but uh because i eat the skin but like bought it as a filet like this oh, yeah. is all my food i took time with it i cooked it all i won't mm-hmm. throw out anything exactly there's there's a maybe like maybe 20 percent of what a hunter gets but there's that that feeling of like I took this from raw material yeah. and then created this. Yeah. It wasn't. I went to Chipotle. I have this burrito and I'm full now. So yeah. take my money. Garbage. And I'm go fuck off. Now. Burrito's garbage. Yeah, it's just like to me that's such a you're. It's an inefficient way to live. It's a very. Uh, you're freeing up your time, right? So most of the people I see a correlation, like the people who are looking for that quick thing, have different for that quick mouth pleasure or just like I need I need something. Give me food. Mm-hmm. I'll eat that. Their focus in life is on something that's either detrimental to them or time-consuming in some way and doesn't bring them much benefit to yeah. their life in a wholesome way. Right? And, so and plus, balanced. by doing that, you're veering far from a, a human necessity. Yeah, just for your own of, yeah, function. Of food and nutrition. Yeah. Like, that's, one of the, that's one of the necessities to live. Yeah, and I wish people could, like, trial run what it felt like to be I was two thinking weeks, that about, two weeks into dude, eating healthy I was meat. thinking about fucking meal prepping for the for the guy for like a week and being like dude one week don't eat anything but what I give you yeah and just see how you feel and I, I was like in my head I was processing everything that would feel better like yeah. he'd wake up in the morning and just jump out of bed he'd have full energy his testosterone might get better and his sex will, with his wife will oh yeah his test well if it's not fuck well, I don't know if it's fucked or not, but will. I'm just saying like his testosterone will get better and he'll have better sex with his wife and like his yeah. home life will be better and just every dude, I was like, happiness. it's so funny you just said that because I was thinking that this morning, like what if I just cooked for this guy and yeah. just gave him this food for a week? Dude, and that's what I used to do in my office back, I didn't cook for people, but I would give out specified meal plans to people. Would you? Shout out to Amanda Acevedo. I love you. Ooh, cool last name. Yeah, she's fucking dope. Um, I turned, I, I didn't, I don't want to take the credit. Dude, just but, do it. Just no, do but it. we used to sit across from each other. She'd see me meal prep and be like, yo, dude, I got to get fucking, I got yeah, like, to lose is weight. That? What are you she doing? was, she was like heavier. She was like skinny fat. No, she was like thick. 
but um, just like out of shape. I love how you're right? looking for the term, like yeah. the, the right term yeah, so you I, can get the image correct. Yeah, <laughs> just enough. She wasn't huge, but uh, she was like, I don't care, Thick. fat. She was just like, I don't give a fuck, always, you know? Um, and then she was, she put in the work, she prepped, I gave her every single ingredient to everything she needed, the timing, the quantity, and she followed it to a T, and to this day has been shredded. Looks fucking no way. amazing, dude. That's fucking super, awesome. I, I gotta show you the transformation. After. That's awesome. She's so fucking dope, and she just listened. She just listened, and ever since then, she can't stop thanking me, and she lives a much happier, more productive life. And she does MMA now, and she won her dude, fucking contest. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, she won first place in MMA. See, I love when you strengthen your basic necessities. If you're fucking unstoppable, you're unstoppable. When you're you have good, when you have good nutrition, good health, good physical and mental, that's like that. You're fucking unstoppable for it's anything you do. That's all you have. And that's why we're veering so far from those basic necessities and trying to focus on the other shit. Oh, how much money did I make this week? Yeah, exactly. that doesn't matter. That's not gonna. Uh, sure, not gonna it matters, but it's not. It's gonna fucking your health is gonna catch up to you eventually. Yeah, it's and it you will lose everything. Makes no sense. Makes no sense at all to me. And I, I just. And I, I think people have their priorities. Well, I get it's hard to see that if you didn't grow up in a family, in a culture, in a lifestyle of health and fitness. I get that it could be hard to see that. No, don't worry about your money. Worry about your health first and the money will come. You know, you'll be happier and you'll be able to work harder and you'll be able to get more money. Yeah, you'll be able to put more um, sufficient hours of work in when your health is okay. Mm-hmm. It's hard to see that for some people, which I get it, but... I do, but it's not... Mm, it's not more expensive to eat healthy, relatively. Whole it's not. foods, whole foods, no, not whole foods like the store, but eating whole foods, real foods that have not been processed. It's really not. It's a little more time it's, consuming. It's just time, and I'm sorry if your everyone time has is the time. Spent, yeah, you do. You just you don't have the the ease of pleasure. And you know what's cool now? The iPhones, uh, the new update. You can see an exact breakdown of all the times you were on your phone. How many times you touched it to open it no shit. Uh, per hour. And so now if you really think you have no time, open up your phone, go on that. I guarantee you in the last 24 hours, you were on your phone maybe like four to six hours. Yeah, it's, I, it could, that's so accurate too. Mm-hmm. I could totally see that. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So I, for me, it's, it's kind of one of those things where I will never turn around and go backwards. It will never happen. That I know for a fact. Yeah. Because I know what it's like to live this life. And what it was before, even when I was bodybuilding and eating just whatever the fuck I wanted, like if it fits your macros, I was just doing that, but I was doing it on like a reckless level where I was like, that is a carb. I will eat it. That orange juice counts as carbs. I will drink that. Yeah, as long as it you know. fits your macros. Yeah. And I was like, I just want to get bigger and stronger and that's it. Yeah. Which I, is something, which is a perfect segue into what you want to talk about yeah. is basically you want to talk about all the diets that are out there and what is what, the diet for you? Yeah. What are they? Very general. What are their benefits? What are their yeah. side effects? So we can go through all of the diets that are out there that are trending, that are, that are, uh, of interest to everybody, um, who is interested in their, their diet. Um, you want to start with if it fits your macros since yeah, you already said that. it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the easy. You mentioned one. the pop tart earlier. Yeah. Which Pop-Tart, I think their, num- their second ingredient is high fructose corn syrup. Hold on, really quick. Shoot. In three seconds, we're going to say our favorite flavor, Pop-Tart. Okay? Okay, mine's not really exotic. Fuck you. Sure. Okay, well, that sucks because I'm going to do it. Three, mm-hmm. two, one. Hot Strawberry. Fudge Sunday. What? Strawberry. 
Okay. I fucking love it. It's good. See, it's uh, not exotic. That's fun. what I'm saying. Well, sorry for fucking wasting <laughs> the time. <laughs> uh, but I, anyway, keep going. Uh, fuck, Pop-Tarts. If it fits so, your macros. Pop-Tarts. If it fits your macros is the diet that I was on for like fucking five years. You know, my mm-hmm. entire training life was if it fits your macros. So mm-hmm. what that means is you you calculate your TDEE, your total daily energy expenditure. It's that is how many calories you burn a day by just being awake, doing all the activity you do and moving. You burn calories by doing that. So whatever your number is, if you want to lose weight, you ate under that amount of calories. If you want to gain weight and gain size, gain muscle, whatever it may be, you're too skinny, you ate over your TDEE. And to do that, you simply just ate whatever you wanted. Let's, let's for example, say um, to lose weight, I had to eat 3,000 calories, right? Because my TDEE was 3,400. So to lose weight, I had to eat 3,000 calories. All you do is eat whatever you want. It's also called flexible dieting. Can you, I ask you? Shoot. You didn't mention macronutrients. Yeah, so... So, like, protein, carbs. So, exactly. So Okay, so, those 3,000 calories, yeah. a certain number would... A certain percentage of it would be carbs, a certain percent uh, fats, and a certain percent uh, proteins. Mm-hmm. So, for me, ex- since we're using me, um, 180 grams was protein. I think it was, like, 300 grams were carbs, and 80 grams were fat. Mm-hmm. And that... Typically, Don't quote me, but it should be it should be almost three thousand calories. Okay. Yeah, it should be almost three thousand calories. Regardless, in twenty four hours in your day, you eat whatever you want as long as you track it in some kind of calculator or add it up manually, which would be stupid because everyone's got a calculator on their phone with uh, My Fitness Pal or whatever, some app to track it. You ate whatever you want. Make sure you hit your protein. Make sure you hit your fat. Make sure you hit your carbs, and boom, you're done. And that's it. So what I used to do is I would eat clean, you know, have my chicken, fucking rice and broccoli yeah. and then my eggs and sandwiches. And but every day I would have Pop-Tarts because I would track my Pop-Tart. It would fit um, to a package of Pop-Tarts, like two Pop-Tarts was 400 calories. It was uh, 78 grams of carbs. It was 400 for one like pack. Yeah. For two, two Pop-Tarts, 400 calories. Wow. What? Why you think that's more? Or I less? just forgot. I yeah. guess. I don't know. It was seventy-eight grams of carbs. Damn. I think like fifteen grams of fat and four protein. <laughs> Damn. So I would eat them every day because it would fit in my, yeah. you know, my calculator. And that's basically called flexible dieting. That's called if it fits your macros. And I think it is the most popular diet for bodybuilders. Definitely. Because you don't you hit your protein every day, you hit your fats, and you hit whatever your goal is. You hit it. Yeah. You're not going to gain weight because your TDEE is under what you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of set and it works for that mentality. Mm-hmm. And the I downfalls t- yeah. of this is that it doesn't work for your overall health because you can literally, they tell you, eat what the fuck you want. If one day you wake up and you go, I'm hungry, I want to have, uh, I'm not, no, not hungry. If you go, I'm, I want sweets, I want ice cream. You can wake up, you can eat ice cream, put it in your calculator, and now you just have to adjust the, the rest of your day for that big influx of calories in the morning and right. you'll be fine yeah you know technically in quotes you'll be fine mm-hmm. as long as you hit your protein hit everything else and you're good that's called flexible dieting and yeah. it's what i did for five years and dude the results are good like yeah physically the results show mm-hmm. 
but now with everything I know, I don't, I would not recommend doing that. Yeah. And honestly, what I, my one thing that I would say to that, to kind of compliment it, because I think people going from just a, a pure open field approach to food, just like whatever, one day I'll eat a thousand calories, the other day I'll eat 6,000 calories. I don't track calories. I just eat when it's in front of me. Those people, if they want to change their lifestyle and just be healthier, I think if it fits your macros is the best first step. Yes, it's, I 100% agree. It, the first step to any part of nutritional plan should be to track your macros. Yeah, just track it. Just getting one variable. And mm-hmm. Just take hold of one variable, and that would be your macronutrients. So this way you get a caloric, uh, you get an understanding of your caloric intake, you get an understanding of the volume of food you should be eating, and you just, you're applying your brain with something at stake to yep. eat food. And also these, like my fitness pal, when you track food, It'll break down not just carbs, fats, and proteins, but it'll break down how much fiber, how much sodium, how much sugar, how much vitamin A, C, D, uh, how much iron, how much magnesium you eat mm-hmm. every single day. I see that's awesome. So you can also like dive deep into your nutrition. Yeah, and then over time, as as that becomes second nature, I think it's easier to then bridge the gap and then go into a ketogenic diet or to mm-hmm. a low carb diet or you know you name it. You're you're a vegan or you want to do whatever, right? A paleo. And then, and not even that you have to be so caught up on those tag, na- on those like tagline, those, those cool f- names or fad diets, whatever you want to call them. Um, but you can be focused more on, I should get more greens in my diet. What is a green? Usually it's a fibrous yeah. carbohydrate. You can look at the fibers way. on your macro, yeah. on your calculator and be like, oh, wow. It's been four days of tracking and I'm so low on fiber every single day. Exactly. Like how long in my life have I been low on fiber? Yeah. And then that could be now your secondary approach to the thing that at the time was a primary just to get your macros. And now that kind of sits in autopilot. Mm-hmm. And then now you could you could specialize and start to look at, you know, I need more greens or I need more vegetables or I need more protein. Maybe I should get more cholesterol on my diet. Maybe whatever you're missing, you could then attack that variable. Yeah. And then specify your diet even further. And I think that that's So I've been, like I said, five years on that type of if it fits your macros, but high carb, low fat mm-hmm. and protein at one gram per pound. High protein. Yeah, uh, high, is that called high protein? I just it do one be, gram yeah, of protein per protein. pound of body weight. So if you think about it, what is that? One hundred eighty. It's about eight hundred calories worth of protein around. Okay, so that's considered high. That's it's a good high. I mean, but it's one third of your calories. No, no, it's more than that. It's less than that. So yeah, less like than that. One fourth. Of so, your calories. anyways, that's how I've been eating, but now I'm on a low carb diet and a high fat diet. So if you want to take the yeah, the so reins lo- on this, lo- the next diet, which so, we're talking about, is the low-carb. I'm going to clump these da, two da, da, together. Da. So the low-carb and the ketogenic diet are roughly the same idea. Now, just for okay. just for layman's terms. I don't want it because they are different. So one, to, to specify the difference, the ketogenic diet, for everybody, that's a new term, new words. I kind of, I blast it on Instagram too. I, I, I enjoy what it is and I love the cognitive benefit, not necessarily the physical benefit. But if you are the type of person who is looking to, well, let me explain it first. Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> the ketogenic diet is basically you have a, a skew of calories is very drastic and different. You are going to do a four to one ratio of fat to everything else. So four grams of fat for every one gram of carbs and protein. So in for example, 90% of your diet should be from fat, basically, right? 
And that would mean that your meal should look like a coconut butter with a couple of blueberries or a couple of almonds within that butter, right? Or a really, really fatty piece of meat drenched in butter with a little bit of greens on the side. Um, A really high-fat yogurt, right? So you're allowed dairy on on the ketogenic diet as well. Um, things like this where you are just diving really, really deep into fat consumption. And what it does is your body has two sources of, of energy, one being glucose and the other one being ketones. And glucose is the is the breakdown of sugars. Carbs, That's like yeah. the of carbohydrates. And that is the, the little nugget of energy that we look for with, with, uh, with sugar in general. Um, ketones are what fat is broken down into ketones metabolically throughout the entire body to produce ATP, which is the energy that your cells use. Um, in order to get to that, it is a very efficient and a very, uh, well-suited energy source for your entire body, even your brain, which we thought a while, uh, very recently only ran on glucose, but it actually runs on ketones. But since the American diet, the Western diet is so heavily, carb saturated oh, the wheat industry it's yeah the wheat in- it's taken over everything so now we we don't understand the key the ketogenic approach to our brain how our brain works off of ketones because the science isn't there because we never really understood that's how funny that, that it's like that because we've always said that nuts are extremely good for your brain health yeah but nuts but omega-3s were the were nuts the, are all the fat poster boy. nuts are fat they are but omega-3s, so it's funny that we thought that yeah so for nuts it's the omega-3 profile in this the ratio of omega-3 to omega-6 so people thinking that it is healthy because of the omega-3s which it could totally be right and there's an adequate amount of protein full amino acid profile they're they're like an all-in-one meal in a, in a little nut super calorically dense and they have fiber and they have magnesium you have everything you need it's kind of like one of the most versatile foods um but stay on track with the ketogenic diet a ketone is basically a super efficient, highly specialized energy source that could be used throughout the entire body for cellular energy. And if you were to convert completely to a ketone-based diet, you would see a lot of benefits in your brain uh, performance, in your overall energy throughout the day. Um, one thing that I noticed with it, and one thing that also happens with this diet is your body stores fat as energy. So as you get your body used to burning fat for energy, it then becomes very efficient in burning your body fat for energy. So when you go long spans without eating, your body doesn't, you don't feel it, that you don't feel that you didn't eat anything because your body is still continuing the metabolism of fat, but it's using your fat. And they call this ketosis. Ketosis is the feeling, it's a highly sharp feeling that you get where your body's running on nothing but fat and ketones. And well, that's the whole thing that people who eat keto, they can go a long span of hours without feeling hungry. Exactly, because they have technically like granola bars strapped yeah, to their body. Because your body has to make that switch of primarily using carbohydrates for energy to using fats. It's actually a switch that has to be turned on. Yeah. And it's basically the, the being in ketosis means your body has functionally switched to using fats as an energy source exactly. as like, the main energy source yeah it, exactly so it's like as if you took 
So your body is normally burning glucose, uh, burning sugars for energy, and then when it runs out of those sugars, there's this this gap in metabolic processing, and your body's oh shit, I'm we have nothing. starving. Yeah, I'm starving. <laughs> this is where the mood swings come in because your body's used to regulating its glucose in that way. Your insulin is being secreted, but then now there's nothing. There's no. It's a stalemate. Your body's just sitting there. What the fuck? What are we doing? Okay, I got to turn on the fat burning mechanisms. Fat is nine calories per gram, which is harder and more complex to break down. If you don't have the mitochondrial setup in your cell, which is like the mitochondria are the powerhouse in your cell, those are the things that actually convert the energy and produce ATP, you need to train those guys in order to work harder. So if you don't, if you're not fat adapted, if you haven't been eating a highly fat diet or you haven't been intermittent fasting where your body's used to breaking down fat for energy, it's going to be very inefficient at turning that switch back on. So it's metabolic flexibility to go from sugars to fats is so inefficient that you feel that drop. You feel that that gap in energy switch. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm way too and, well aware with that. Yeah, and it's, it's feeling it's that feeling hangry. is fucking. So have you ever felt hangry? That's what that shit. Dude, is. my life revolved around every two hours eating mad carbs and protein because if I didn't, <laughs> oof, I was pissed. No, no work was getting done. Nothing yeah. was like. Don't... You know how many? You know how many relationships were probably ruined from being <laughs> hangry? Like Dude. too many. How many divorces just from sugar? Let's get a stat on that. Anyone yeah, out there I... know? <laughs> you could pull up uh, statistics. Yeah, for real. I, um, so now explain the low carb diet and how that pairs with keto. Okay. So what I did want to do for a second would, eh, I guess, but really quick. So with the ketogenic diet, just to sum it up. Where you would apply it, because we're, I want to make this applicable. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, the ketogenic diet, and if you were able to keep up with me on my, my very shitty uh, explanation. No, of it, no, no, that was um, beautiful. The ketogenic diet, <laughs> thank you. The ketogenic diet would be great for people who want to put themselves in a caloric deficit. So eating less food or trying to lose weight. Ultimately, if you're trying to lose weight, this is not a blanket statement for everybody, but this is something that I've had extreme success in, and it has helped me beyond belief because what it does is it curbs your hunger right so as you get fat adapted you can now you could go longer span you could go longer weird. spans of time did you hear that noise that just eating. came out of my mouth yeah that was weird that was, that was like a weird a exhale burp fart um <laughs> it was a bark <laughs> my apologies everyone. Um, i'm new to this podcast though. yeah <laughs> right so basically if you want to apply the ketogenic diet you'd want to go in a uh, caloric deficit and you want to cut weight and usually when you're cutting calories but you're still keeping carbs in you get those mood swings you get those fluctuations in blood sugar and that's where you feel you get the shakes and you get hangry and your head hurts you get headaches all that shit happens so it makes the diet very miserable uh with ketogenic diet it's going to take about a week or so for you to get slightly adapted and then two weeks you're going to get pretty adapted and then within three to four weeks you're going to be on the fucking ball with this diet for the most part again genetics play a huge factor and your consistency and preparation for this are also key factors um you don't want to slip up with this one because and, high fat, and how how uh, whole your foods are yeah and exactly like you really can't get that without using whole foods you can't get that no processed food is going to besides oils no processed food mm. again and this also big key caveat do not eat hydrogenated trans fat oils that would be like wesson oil anything like canola palm or safflower safflower those don't eat those those are not additives you not you're not deep frying anything in this you could fry in olive oil fry in avocado oil coconut oil 
grass-fed butter, which would be Kerrygold, which is... Oh, it's thick of those four, and that's it. That's it, yeah. yeah. And then fatty meats, steaks, um, your vegetables, you have leafy greens all day, um, peppers, beets, you name it, whatever vegetables you'd want. No sweet potato, doesn't, not gonna, you're not gonna be able to do that, because um, that's carbohydrate, no legumes, so no beans, no peas, um, and uh, eggs, huge, huge, huge eggs. Eggs have choline, uh, which is an essential nutrient for brain cell function, so those are huge. That would be a nice little diversity in your in what you're eating. Um, cheese, milk, you could have milk, you have yogurts. Um, that'll all be a Greek yogurt, uh, specifically. Um, and that's really it, honestly. Those would be my recommended. And nuts, nuts, almonds, yeah. and all that shit. So now you and I are on what we call a low keto, carb. but with low carbs carb. here and there. Right. <laughs> Let's sound like we know. So what a low carb. About. Low carb. So low carb is a variation of the ketogenic diet, which is not as extreme. Yeah, they're very similar. Um, but uh, really quick, just to capitalize on the application of the keto diet, I would really only do it if you are in school, studying, so you want that brain power, I would do the ketogenic diet. Um, and I, I mean that really specifically for school. I feel like people who are sitting down studying, doing nothing all day are at a metabolic low for the day. Mm. So they're not high demand for exercise. Um, and on top of that, you won't have the fluctuations in, in mood and mental energy. And also on top of that, you will have this sharp mental acuity that is just unmatched. And well, I mean, you know if you're going mean. to say that, then it works just as well with people who have an office job. Yeah, exactly. That too. Yes. So it would be perfect for people trying to lose weight. Yeah. This, the, really, the downfall of keto that a lot of people say is that for someone who's like an athlete, like a NFL player, NBA player, they're... N- yeah. Not that they're not going to be on a keto diet, but it's well, the pathways not the of energy that they that they excel in, the pathways of energy are not being optimized with this diet. Yeah. So like you want carbohydrates for a glycolytic pathway, which would be like your typical six to twelve rep workout or you know sprints. Or not even. I was just about to say sprints, not yeah. even workouts, just the mobile, the functional running, sprinting explosive. right off the ball, explosive, yeah. exactly. So shit like that, you're gonna want those that quick, quick ATP carbs, exactly. Yeah. So with that you know ketogenic diet might not be for you but there are a lot of people who have success on it and the longer you stay on it the more you get adapted to it and there are a bunch of little ways that you could spin this diet but uh again that's our recommendation for as far as you want to go so justin and i do the low carb diet low carb diet is basically a ketogenic diet except a lot less a lot less uh fat focused um, and higher protein. So with the ketogenic diet, you have a very low protein, a very low carbohydrate with us. Extremely high fat, 90% being fat and 5% being protein, 5% being carbs. Um, and fiber takes up most of those carbs anyway mm-hmm. from vegetables. So low carb, you're looking at maybe about a 60% fat, 25% protein, yeah, and I'd about say that's a 15% exactly right. uh, carb. And those 15% carbs should be eaten before and after your workouts because if your workouts are quote-unquote glycolytic which would be like you're trying to gain mass gain size gain performance um this is going to be the best for if you work work out and want good sex and you want to keep your brain up and you're you're just looking to increase your body's performance on every level this way you can get the mental acuity, that sharp mental acuity to a certain extent. Maybe not as, you won't fall into ketosis, which is that brain power 
and you just feel like you're on fire, but you will be a lot less, you'll have a lot less fluctuation in your, your, uh, your energy and your mood. So you can intermittent fast with this and you can get the benefits of ketosis for maybe an hour or two, uh, if your body's fat adapted, but, uh, the diet kind of goes as this, if you, you kind of follow the same thing as a ketogenic diet, except now you could incorporate your sweet potato. You can incorporate oatmeal. You can incorporate, uh, barley beans beans yeah so that's i'm you've been heavy on these legumes you like legumes do you eat them a lot oh you have the pasta right yeah i have the pasta made from chickpea pasta made from black beans which is my favorite so far um yesterday caitlin and i just had pasta made from hemp fuck yeah bro how high'd you get (laughs) (laughs) no 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 none of that whatever but um they're really fucking good really good the pastas like that because then what i do is i just drown them in olive oil Mm -hmm. feta cheese oregano garlic powder such a good idea salt pepper and that's it oh and i throw an avocado in it oh it's such a good idea dude and that's it that's my pasta do you the avocado you like mix it around no no no, i leave it whole and then i eat with a fork and knife and i cut a little piece of avocado Ah. put it on my fork put a couple pastas in there Okay. Right in. That's very technical. I like it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Me, I'm the type of like, tss, tss, you mash it up and the then fuck out of it, and then I have like a, I don't know, like avocado a la vodka. <laughs> avocado. <laughs> Whatever the fuck you want to call it. That's a good one. But uh, it's just a mix. Um, now, so that's been that's my dope. those pastas. I buy a couple boxes of them, and those have been my go-to after my workouts. Like you just said, mm-hmm. I will eat my carbs after my workout. I mean, granted. When I eat my meals in the morning, if I'm not fasting or my other meals, I do eat carbs from vegetables, mm-hmm. but I don't count yeah. those as the power carbs. Yeah, they're not you know, going like, to your muscles. Not those are, those are just those your up. fibers. Yeah. Those are your fibers. So if I do eat carbs, it's literally either the pasta or the oatmeal. Mm-hmm. I'll make, I have uh, whole wheat oatmeal. And then oh, I do have those RX bars. But those RX bars like are just are dates. dates. Yeah. So, so the carbs are fruit. So it's not really. I mean, it is carb, but yeah. like it's minor. And that would be a good either pre or post workout. Post workout probably be the best because of the the anabolic mm-hmm. response that you have, um, and your your muscles are so insulin sen- are so sensitive to sugar. They actually directly suck up the the glycogen, yeah. the sugar, instead of having to use insulin as the mechanism to get it into the cell so it's actually twofold your body's able to absorb the carbohydrates in two different pathways during that time because it's yeah. most so susceptible. i have to say the low carb diet has been my favorite overall it's fucking benefits perfect. through the roof i mean i've never been in better physical and mental health in my entire life and i don't know Unreal. if that's to put all put all onto the low carb diet or it's just because I'm not eating anything processed anymore. I think it's both. But and this is kind of a perfect caveat into the paleo diet and how it is basically a paleo diet except you're putting in the milk and the uh you're putting in the dairy products and you're getting the legumes, right? So paleo is minus the milk. Paleo is yeah, so I don't want to get too caught up in paleo yet because we do want to capitalize on low carb and how we can implement it. Um I think but you already it, said it's, that it's, with it's the athletes foods. if you if you're yes. working out, if you're yeah, so if you want the brain health with the power, mm-hmm. you know. So your typical, your choices, so we'll give people choices. You, you have your red meats, you have your chicken, your turkeys. You have lean meats you Eggs. could eat on this because you're not so fat dependent. So like as the ketogenic diet, you were so fat dependent that you'd want to eat like ribs or you'd want to have a really fatty uh, chopped meat, maybe like a 75% lean, you know, 
Mm. Nice thick fucking butter slab in there too, and just get all that cooked together, and just be so much more fat than it is protein. With this, you could actually have your lean proteins like your your chicken, turkey, eggs, steak. Um, I get pork a, too. A lean steak, pork. I get pork. Yeah, um, and then whatever whatever else you want protein wise, and then pair that with your sweet potato, and then your fibrous vegetables, and drench those in oils, and then you're basically having like a, a one-to-one-to-one ratio of carbs, proteins, and fats for some meals, and you don't have to watch as much. But throughout your day, you could skew it differently. So, like, if you're eating your carbs in and around your workout in this low-carb diet, then your breakfast and your dinners, so, like, morning and night meals that are not pre- or post-workout, those should be very high in uh, fat and protein and fiber, exactly exactly you know? what i do and then you'll be and able I, to i've sleep. loved i've loved every single meal i love how i feel yeah. i love the way i look and if you pair it if you pair it with intermittent fasting so if you eat all that food within a uh an eight hour window and you fast for 16 so for example 12 o'clock to 8 p.m that's when you're shoving in all these calories i mean i don't see there being a better system out there for me and Dude, justin we're both no. seeing crazy gains out of it and i think i've never been this strong yeah, I mean, we, we use our bodies a lot, and we time. use our brains a lot, Yeah, and it's worked beautifully. Yeah, I don't get that. For us. I don't need naps. Naps don't No, what the fuck happen. is a nap? I, dude, a nap used to be like my 5 or 6 o'clock, like, oh, man. Oh, really? Shot. Not a nap, but like I, I need that down. Well, yeah, I never nap because I fucking hated it, yeah. but I would feel like that. So I'd too. wake up like I'd feel shit. like that. Yeah. So like, I would just be like, all right, I'm going to lay on the couch. Like I'd feel like I need to be sedentary for a little bit. Yeah, there's really none of that anymore. Yeah, zero. I have none of it. Now, I mean, besides this little bullshit that we just drank before, <laughs> um, I just, I could feel fine all day until like 8, 9 p.m. And I'm like, all right, it's time I get high yep. a little bit. So how does this lead into the paleo? Because <sighs> so I don't actually know anything about paleo. Th- so the paleo is super easy. and uh, I just heard a lot of people talk shit about it. They talk shit about it because it's just like people want to identify with something, right? So they have this ideological yeah. approach. I heard this somewhere recently that people are becoming too religious with their diets yeah like well, i'm this and if you're not what are you stupid yeah well i mean look so now we have the power of the internet that connects everybody and also that internet connects people to information and information can be disseminated by all different parties so now you have this this giant arena for you to pick your religion and then promote your religion and show people what you're doing and then create some sort of I don't want to say like a, a halo effect for yourself, but kind of show people, hey, look at me. I'm no, either morally superior doing. or I have something of value to give to the tribe, which is everybody. And, you know, I'm part of this. I'm part of this community, this tribe. I'm part of, you know, this group. Yeah. And it, it's fulfilling our biological impulses or our genetic impulses to feel unified. Yeah, that is unified. very true. And Sense they're disguising it behind this diet thing. And most of those people are fucking bullshit. And they're really not. Dude, I not, see it all the time working in a restaurant. The Bro, I just is... had a lady last week who goes, I'm I'm doing the keto. And <laughs> I slapped that I, dude, a plate. I can't say anything as a server, <laughs> but I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, I bet you are so far off from keto, it is disgusting. And you're eating at this restaurant where they cook with canola oil. And, Ooh, they you do. know, well, it's, it's, we say it's vir- extra virgin olive oil, but it's 90% olive oil. 10% canola just because it's cheaper. Why do you have to do that? Dude, I don't Not know. You, but like, why I don't do... know why. Because it's just cheaper. Fuck them. It's just fucking cheaper. Uh, so I bet that's all restaurants a lot of, do it. All I, restaurants. I hate them. Why would why would you buy why would you buy pure extra olive 
uh, no, I get extra it. virgin olive oil when you're buying in huge amount of bulks. Yeah. So the dollar sign from this oil to that oil is incredible throughout a year of business. Yeah. No, I got. Think about I, how much I you're totally saving. Get, yeah. But I mean, you're just fucking everyone. Yeah. No. I'm so he's like, I'm on keto. I, no, what'd she say? I'm doing the keto. I'm doing the keto. I'm not even like it's a fucking yeah. dance move. <laughs> doing the keto. Just like oh, <laughs> I didn't even say anything. I wasn't even. I didn't even say like oh, I know that. I was just like, yeah. Hmm. It sounds cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want? I bet you are doing the keto. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that woman. But um, really quick, so I'm gonna run over the paleo diet. The paleo is basically it's a mimic. It's we're trying to mimic what our ancestors did or whatever's found without without process. <laughs> Sorry, I'm stretching. Flex out and fucking pass fuck. out. Um, so I'll run over the guidelines really quick. The paleo food list would include lean meat like chicken, turkey, pork, lean beef, or even bison, fish, um, seafood like clams or. Uh, whatever the fuck else you eat that's not fish, that would be <laughs> seafood, <laughs> mussels, shrimp, yeah, okay. Uh, fresh fruit, <laughs> you could eat fresh fruit, so it's a carbohydrate, but uh, it you pick it off of a plant, right? Uh, non-starchy vegetables like lettuce, asparagus, green beans. Green beans, not legumes, so there's a big difference um, in how they act on the body. Broccoli, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, spinach. So what are the things you can't eat? So I'm going to go. That's a shorter list, right? I'm going to go over that. Yeah, but this is people who wanted to go paleo. You should write these down. Um, Nuts, almonds, walnuts, cashews, you know, pecans, pistachios, all that shit. No peanuts. Peanuts are legumes, so you can't eat peanuts. Yeah. Why is that? What does that mean? They have more fiber than. Um. Well. (sighs) Do you know? I don't know exactly why. I'm trying to see if I can maybe look it up. I don't want to waste anybody's time. Well, continue talking. I Um, have a computer as well. Yeah, so let's just see what's wrong with legumes. I don't know what's wrong with legumes, to be honest. Um, I think there's something, some sort of allergen? I I don't know. I'm I'm talking out of my ass. Seeds, like pumpkin seeds or sunflower seeds. Eggs you're allowed to eat. And plant-based oils like, you know, olive oil, fucking coconut oil. I don't know if you get walnut oil. Um, And avocado oil. And what you can't eat, basically everything, <laughs> gra- uh, grains, oats, uh, rice, you know, wheat, barley, any processed like pastas, bagels, and all that shit. So Just to answer the question facts. before, yep. legumes, they have phytic acid. Phytic acid. Phytic okay. acid, which is why they say you can't have it on the paleo. Okay. So now if we type in phytic anyway. acid. Um, yeah. Just to. Yeah. This well, is, see, this is how we done. study. This is how Frank and I study. We this, get one thing. We're like, what does that mean? This word? Okay, what does that mean? And we just keep digging, digging, digging. And then, Dig until you have a so now, So, so now, for the rest of our lives, after we do all the search, we're going to know what the fuck phytic acid is. Can we, can we get that before I go into my... Phytic acid is a unique natural substance found in plant seeds. It, is, it has received considerable attention due to its effects on mineral absorption. Mm-hmm. Phytic acid impairs the absorption of iron, zinc, and calcium and may promote mineral deficiencies. Therefore, is often referred to as an anti-nutrient. Interesting. So it's like a fucking and phytic acid it's like is found in legumes. It's like a caloric parasite. Like I'm getting my calories, but you little fuck, you're stealing all my good shit. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird well, that uh. I'm done eating them, fuckers. <laughs> well, you're not gonna eat beans anymore. I don't eat beans, so I'm like now I'm just not gonna. Oh fuck! Just like that. I mean, I have. I guarantee I you, there's you. even with this negative stuff, there's no, still bet. positives. I bet. No, I bet. I'm, I know for I'm a fact there's still positives. But uh, so what you can't eat. So like I said, greens, oats, uh, barley, rice, 
Uh, starchy vegetables as well, like potatoes, sweet potatoes, corn. Can't eat those. Tortillas and all that shit. Uh, legumes or beans, so, you know, soy. Dairy products. Tofu you can't have either. Um, or sesame or edamame. You can't have hummus. You can't have any of those. Those are huh? all, yeah, those are all fucking. Edamame. Well, yeah, legumes. It's uh. So what are the benefits be- uh, of paleo? Chickpeas, I mean, um, dairy products, so there's no milk. No yogurt, no cheese, high fat meats you can't eat. So like salami, bologna, pepperoni, hot dogs, like all that bullshit. Can't eat that. Um, I've seen ground meat before on that list, but if it's leaner, you're better off. Um, See now I feel I, I feel that paleo gonna give a fuck. falls in the category of like paleo, vegan, and um, like hyper restrictive. Yeah, where where the people who are in those they go, this is it. Everyone should eat paleo. It's like an ideological. Yeah, approach. I really feel like paleo fault, and I think that's why I get so much criticism with veganism. Yeah, that it's do or die. See, like if problem, you don't eat like this, you're the, fucking stupid, and yeah. you're gonna die. So the problem with the paleo, di- the my issue, my own personal gripe with it is that they're stealing the word paleo, paleo like the Paleolithic era, which is when we first started, mm-hmm. right? And like they're basically saying, hey, this is what we did back in the day. We ate like this. How the fuck do you know? Dude, back so in the I day, get, they like, would eat anything. But they ate anything that they wanted, but they didn't have access to the milk, right? Because they weren't domesticating cows sure. to obtain their milk. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was before that. This is just like, I, sh- I, we fucking hunted down uh, a cow and killed it. We didn't take its milk. We just killed it. Or we, not even a cow, a horse, or the fuck they Whatever. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, right, I got caught in the weeds here. Um but, uh, yeah, anyway, so the rest of the paleo, it's, like, sugars, and you can't have honey, jelly, jam, any of that shit. Um, or salty foods, such as crackers and chips, veggies. Uh, veggies, pretzels. <laughs> um, none of that shit. You can't have any of that. Um, but I think that since they stole the word paleo, and they're running with that, it sounds so genetically comparable, right? Like, oh, well, it's paleo, paleolithic era was when we were around for the first time. We didn't really evolve that much, so this should be perfect, and it should go with what we what we do and i think it's too ideological and it has way too many like so is there any substance and... behind it or are they just saying simply so, that hey they ate this way let's eat that way and this is what i was trying to get to before with my parallel like it's just converting people from eating processed foods to eating non-processed whole foods yeah it's, it. it's all it's doing well a lot of time when people start a diet they need that. like when someone goes from eating whatever the fuck they're eating to going paleo they feel so much better instantly. Just, yeah. They're like, oh my God, paleo is amazing. I never felt like this. And all it is, it's not the paleo. It's not the vegan. It's not the keto. It's that you were eating trash before and yeah. now you're eating whole foods. Exactly. That's the switch. It's super easy. Yeah. So a lot of times it's, it's not paleo. Because then people go through these. Same thing with training too. Yeah. You people know, go through these out. paleo or vegan sessions and then all of a sudden they're nutrient deficient in all these, you know, X, yeah. Y, and Z. Well, actually, let's run into uh, the vegan because that's the last one. Okay. Vegan's the last last one, and I, that's my big thing with vegan. My big positive with vegan, and then also there's a negative, uh, huge negative for vegan. Um, did you wrap up pale- uh, paleo, though? Paleo, like, who yeah. would do paleo if, uh, if, I, so I if you should? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what I was thinking. And by wouldn't, I mean, all right, so I would do paleo if what I said to you makes sense. But I feel like if you are somebody who is going from nothing, from no structure to structure, there's too much structure in paleo. There's too much like there's too many restrictions on things that you would think you could eat. 
exactly. that you would then have to be cognizant of, and then you'd be like, "Oh, I'm fucking, I'm not doing it right, damn it!" And then it would be, it would be too much of a mental burden, then that the micronutrients and all the fucking fiber that you'll be getting from it, it's just not going to matter. Yeah. Just do the low-carb diet. If you want any of these, uh, spoiler alert, the best fucking <laughs> diet is the low-carb diet. Um, yeah, so your paleo... The paleo is just cool. I want to inform people on what and they're doing. And it sounds like we what. might be being biased because we're both doing that, but it's from trial I've and error. I've done all of it's them. It's from trial and error. Yep. I've done all of them except for this one. Trial the and error and research <laughs> yeah. for the vegan. Exactly. Research. So the, so yeah, the vegan, the vegan one, I just... Right off the bat, I don't like for its nutrient deficiencies. Now, and then also right off the bat, I just want to say, you know, vegan, I respect if you're vegan and you don't mm-hmm. want to take a life. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, like, I get yeah. it. I get the point. I get why vegan is a thing. Some people yeah. can't comprehend the fact that this little pig, this little cow, like, you're just going to kill it and eat it. Because yeah. we don't live in a world where that's necessary. Uh, not yeah, no, no you're we right. don't live in a world where it's necessary that every person has to do it we don't have to anymore there's, there's companies that do it for you oh, okay gotcha you know what i mean like you don't have you to mean, go out and do it got it so like i could I, I get how some people just sit at their home and they're like why the fuck would you kill an animal and eat it are you crazy like look at all this other food we have go to the supermarket and buy anything yeah but it's like you can't get away from that even if we don't do it it's still gonna happen in nature it's a yeah. natural thing it's it's like have you ever seen a mountain lion dude oh it my god only eats the other day fucking cool things like, on facebook the there's this video love. of wolves a tiger oh okay, go wolves go. there's this video of of wolves going over how beautiful they are there and the whole video was this lady who obviously had this wolf as a puppy playing with the wolf and saying they're so nice they're so majestic they're so loving oh, and yeah. dude yeah. i'm watching this whole video i have to pull it up and show you i'm watching this video i'm like you guys are fucking retarded wolves will kill all of you. You're all dead. You're all fucking dead. Wolves are the they most are, superior predator. And the, a wolf isn't Turns. like a... Dude, a wolf isn't like a dog. They are like five times <sighs> so the size. A wolf, an alpha wolf is like a pony, bro. Yeah. They are fucking huge and... I can't even comprehend how big they are. Some of these pictures of a hunter holding a wolf, the wolf yeah. is bigger than a, like a six-foot like human. a bear. Dude, it's people... Less fat and bear. this whole video, the premise, is, the premise was, they're so loving, they're so kind... They, they they love the, the whole fucking thing was love and I'm like no yeah. bitch yeah. there's no love they <laughs> no just bitch. want to kill and eat yeah. it's an animal and that's the world we live in yeah, and they're it's only cool with us. Yeah, they're only cool with us because they saw that we were able to domesticate animals and provide them with a food source and scraps. I watched the Netflix documentary. You told me, um, the, yeah, um, what's it called? What's it called? Not humans. We are not. Nah, mm, oh my god, you were telling me to watch Fuck. it. I know I, I did, it. and I forgot about it's it. It's the I evolution of of humans from the beginning. I and at one part, they showed how yeah. dogs came to be, and basically there was a herd of wolves. Story of us. Yes, that sounds keep right. Going, keep going. Gonna... There was a pack of wolves who realized if they were nice with the humans, the humans would throw them food or the humans would do the hunting for them. And they would just follow this pack of humans and they would eat with the humans. And that is how a fucking dog came to be, which is so crazy because now we have all these breeds of dogs, these little chihuahuas and these little fucking pugs. Chihuahuas. <laughs> and they all came from wolves. <laughs> oh, it's fucking is that what crazy. It's a chihuahua? chihuahua? I don't know, no, man. No, it's just funny, though. Dude. <laughs> no, it's just crazy that, um... I just... <laughs> mankind? Yes, the story of us. Mankind. Right, it's mankind, the story of us. Yes. The story of all of us. So if you go on Amazon, you have an Amazon Prime yes. account, which you probably do. Mankind, <laughs> the story of all of us. So it goes over the domestication of dogs. So basically, it there starts was like from... an inferior... 
group of wolves are genetically inferior uh, yep. or more susceptible to just kind of not killing us and like, hey, uh, what the fuck you got? Well, it was there? all over food. It was like, yeah. hey, I can just follow them and they'll throw mm-hmm. me some food. And then they protect. Since since wolves have like territory, yeah. it's like, okay, well, if we stay near this herd, we feed them and they don't kill us. So we don't have to worry about wolves. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, ooh, symbiosis. Yeah. And then we breed that's those same wolves. It's, that's so dope. And then now Anyways, we got these little ch- vegan, chihuahuas. Veganism. <laughs> Chihuahuas. <laughs> little mobile phones. Um, all right, so vegan, you know, Huawei. Yeah, it, that's okay. exactly what yeah. I thought of. Um, vegans. Okay, guys, listen. With all due respect, you're not, not killing animals by being vegan. This is just, this is pure fact. If you want to monocrop this is what we're doing. We're monocropping, right? So we're basically producing broccoli in a giant field, which is, has no biodiversity at all. And that lack of biodiversity is actually killing microbiology within the soil. So you're killing that life And what form. they're you're doing to bugs. offset it is pumping nutrients into the soil. And you know the nutrients they're pumping into the soil isn't... It's not natural. Yeah, no, it's, it's not. not whole it's, nutrients. It's... it's and on top it's probably of that, it's probably the cheapest nutrients they could find to yeah. pump in mass. And on top of that, and I'm not even saying that that's objectively bad because I'm eating that shit too while I'm on my low carb. I'm eating the same stuff, but I don't have the ideological or emotional tie to it because I know that it's inescapable, right? And then all the animals that are eating the pesticide-ridden uh, plants that you're eating are dying themselves or messing up their gut biome and hurting themselves that way or... On top of that, as we cultivate these vegetables, we are stir- we are going through with these giant tractors and tearing up ground nesting birds, little rodents, all these different animals just to just to get you your your broccoli and to get you your kale. So it's all this giant kill system. No matter what it is, you're killing probably more animals per capita for plants than you are the steak. But besides the killing. The, yeah, so now let's go into nutrients. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Besides the killing, um, oh my god, I completely forgot what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll come in and revive Dude, you. Dude, please. So for vegans, you're missing a lot of wow, nutrients. Wow, that's the first time ever. Brain fart. Um, you, did you start the vegan diet? You're probably deficient Dude, for probably, B12. Oh my god. Yeah. Get me some steak. <laughs> <laughs> Get those guys some B12. Um, so basically, B, uh, vitamin B12 is huge for brain development and central nervous system repair. Okay? B12 is heavy in meat, eggs, fish, and all animals. And in this case, you don't get B12 in the quantities or the bio... I need to be specific here because the the advertisements for plants, uh, for plant-based foods, they'll say like, oh, you have 120% of your daily magnesium. You have 150% of your, uh, your B12. It is not bioavailable. Your body cannot break down the fibers and the the structures of that plant in order to obtain adequate B12. So what you get out of your vegetable-based diet is a lot less than what's advertised on the bag or the box or the, the container, whatever you're getting your vegetables from, because it is not available to you to absorb. You don't get that nutrition. So you're not getting B12, you're not getting folic acid, you're not getting uh, omega-3s. There's no, there's very little omega-3s unless you're eating algae or some shit. Um, and omega-3 and B12 alone are so important for brain development, neurotransmitter building. You're not going to have those supplies on And you know deck. what's happening? A lot of people are f- figuring this out. And cholesterol, which pro- is, a, pro- is broken down into testosterone. And collagen. And collagen. And calcium. 
Yep. But see, a lot of people are figuring this out and they're like, oh, I'm deficient in all this. If I want, I'm still going to be vegan. I'm just going to supplement with all this. Yeah, guess what if you have to, with? if you have to eat a diet that you mm. know you have to supplement with shit because you're going to be deficient, that's not the diet to be on. It's not. No, sh- like it's plain and simple. It's that's not the right way to do it. If you exactly literally, you're, I, because I know I have friends who are vegans. I, I I know these people, and they tell me like, no, don't worry, I supplement with this, this, and this, and I'm like. Dude, if you know right off the bat that you're going to go vegan and you have to supplement to get these nutrients, that's that's not a good diet. What yeah, the fuck is exactly. that? What and are you doing? you don't even know what the hell you're supplementing with. You have no idea what's actually in that supplement. Yeah, you buy some random product that's, yeah. that's hey, this is B, this is vitamin B12. It's exactly. Like, what? It's pointless. It's absolutely pointless. But the one thing that people want to do is be part of something. They want to take on a new thing. They want to start fresh. And since vegans have stolen the... Uh, I, what do you want to call it? The social hierarchy. The, They're the, at the top, uh, man. The, uh, Just because the, they have the life signaling. behind it. They have like, the life behind the veganism. Yeah. So they're like, you're not a vegan, you kill. They're so and then virtuous. You can't say anything to I wish to I that, was them. It's like, what the fuck do you want from me, dude? Like, we're going to be killing animals no matter what. Animals are going to kill animals no matter what. Life and death, it's the ebbs and flows of life, man. We just got to go with it. Take the ups and the downs. The benefit of having more B12, calcium, folic acid, and omega-3s is going to be way more intensely beneficial to you than you being nutrient deficient and pissing off the people around you, and then you are still killing animals to get your broccoli and your kale. Like, you're not gaining much. Now, for a lot of people, this does work. And it works immediately because of your focus on phytonutrients and greens well, Exactly. It's the whole thing vegetables. I said before that. Yeah. You go from eating trash and anything and everything mm-hmm. to all of a sudden being vegan, but the biggest difference on why you feel incredible is because you stopped eating trash. Yeah, it's that's that it. Simple. It's that. It's literally that simple. Yeah, and these people they get caught up in just the virtue, like oh well. Well, then you feel good. yeah, you you're part of the community and you're honestly uh, you're looked upon as you're an amazing person. Yeah, and you feel you're like you're accomplishing. <laughs> you feel like you're accomplishing something, you know, and you will take time to prep your food. Now you're prepping food? You're prepping food because you're a vegan now. You're not prepping food because I need to eat food and I should be healthy. It's like, no, now I'm doing it because I'm a vegan, so I must prep my food. In order to keep this vegan, I got to do it. But now try the low-carb thing. Try the ketogenic. Try something that is clinically tested to actually work better for you. But a lot of people, and I don't want to discount vegan because it's not terrible, and there's not much evidence that says it doesn't work. But on paper... When you don't have omega-3s and you don't have B12 and you're not getting dietary cholesterol, I don't know, maybe, just maybe, you might be deficient in those in those areas and maybe your libido does go down as a guy or maybe your reparative ability after exercises goes down. And You're seeing, you're seeing, because the whole vegan thing has been like very popular now for at least 10 years plus. You know, it's finally had a significant amount of time that it's been out there and people have been doing it to see that now a lot of people are getting out of vegan. Gotcha. Yeah. It's They're gone switching so far back. Now, yeah. It's yeah. gone. It's gone to a certain amount of time where people are like, it's like CrossFit. they start eating. Yeah. It really is like CrossFit, <laughs> but they start eating meat and they're like, oh my God, I've never felt better. Like, this is it. I've been missing this for 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. Yeah. You've been deficient. Yeah. Exactly. Here is, here is, uh, you know, meat. This is. This is what you need. Exactly. And we've been eating it for fucking ever. And then the pe- and vegans will go that, oh, our teeth are not made for meat. You don't just eat a raw bear. It's like, no, we don't. We've we've evolved with fire. We cook. Yeah, we cook. And we have that- literally only started eating meat when, like, with fire. 
Yeah. Right. And our brains have increased in size because of the amount of B12 and omega threes and folate that we've been able to unlock by cooking it and making it more bioavailable. This is how evolution works. Yeah, this, this is, is why we're here works. right now with all this shit. Exactly. Our brain has increased by twofold in our evolution and we've lost our hair. Right. Why did we lose our hair? Because we don't. <laughs> Some of us more than it. we wanted. Yeah. Right. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Shit. Well, and you can actually go to our youngmindspodcast.com and order your special. What is it? Cranium, Cranium cap? flex cap. <laughs> yeah. To hide that bald spot, guys, because it's <laughs> happening to Justin and I, and we're fucked. Um, well, I'm, I got it different. You I got do, receding. You have, yeah. Yours is mine's back of the head. Yours is back. front of the head. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. So we're just gonna meet in the middle <laughs> at some point. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, yeah. So that. That, I mean, look, vegans, if you're not doing it for ideological reasons, I don't see why you're doing it, to be honest. I think you're just putting yourself at a disadvantage. You're putting yourself in a place where you're just, you're not benefiting. You're not optimizing your, your ability. Um, you're still going to have to do the meal prep. You're still going to have to buy whole foods. You're still going to have to do all that shit. So if you're, if you're doing that, I mean, I think you're doing yourself a disservice. But uh, that's up to you, completely up to you. Do your thing. The last thing, which I want to just kind of gloss over, is another diet that's been popping up ever since the Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the carnivore diet. Uh, it's a very big, like, I want to say, like, America mentality. Very, like... It really is. Kind of just like, all right, tough guy. Like, you're going to eat fucking meat. That's all you're going to do. Now, again, I'm not going to discount it because there are a lot of people well, so like... So, before you start talking the about the steak. carnivore diet, is yeah. literally all you eat is steak. Meat. Just yeah. fucking meat. Yeah. And that could be liver, which is good. Yeah. The most nutrient-dense food on the planet is liver, right? So, you can and, eat that. Yeah. And the way it works is that you eat as much steak as you can in one sitting. Mm-hmm. Not like till you throw up, but in, you know you're full. A nice amount. And like then you wait. There's no set time limit. You just wait. Usually it's a long period of time, and then you eat your steak again, like yeah. all you can. Yeah. So you, it's usually like what 10, 12 hours. It'd be more than that. It'd be like right? sixteen. Yeah. Like a and so you eat fast. your next pile of steak. Yeah. So. And with that, you're getting you're getting a lot of nu- nutrients, and the argument behind it, you're getting about a lot of bioavailable yeah. nutrients. You can live right? on that. You can. You, can. you totally can because you're getting adequate. Fat, which is going to put you in a state of ketosis and it's going to give you the energy and fuel that you need. And then you're getting adequate protein from obviously the meat and those two together. You're, you're totally good. And you have plenty of, uh, you're going to get your collagen. You're going to get your, uh, vitamin D and you could get, if you throw eggs in there, which I feel like is a good thing to do. I don't see why it would be bad. You're kind of staying in the same macronutrient profile. I know it's like uh, really not what you're supposed to do. It's not what but. you're supposed to do, but liver meat also you're not supposed to do. But it's like who is saying that? Because if you were to kill an animal and you were to eat it that way, so our evolution, the way our biology set up, I feel like that would have been the way that it worked. No one was like, mm, I'm carnivore, <laughs> like back in fucking 10,000 yeah. BC. No. Like, I, I, no. I, just, I can't eat eggs on this one. Like, <laughs> no, if you fucking saw eggs, you'd be eating that shit. Like that's what you're going to be doing. And again, that's super important for omega-3s and choline, which are awesome for your brain development so now having those i feel like if you added all that and then also did bone broth uh yeah. ate bone marrow for the collagen yeah i can see that you know i feel so like that now would the be a problem though with the thing. carnivore diet is that in the world we live in today fuck that no like it's hard it's super thought. hard yeah. i followed someone who did the carnivore diet for a month and they were just so tired of it so tired of eating steak dude mm-hmm. like the jaw hurt and it was just over with it the and benefits, though, are that you can do the um, get a lot of creatine restrictive uh, restrictive dieting. 
So what a lot of people are doing are they have allergies to food and they don't know what the allergy is. So what they'll do, they'll hop on the carnivore diet, do it for two, three weeks, and then slowly and meticulously start introducing different food groups. And by doing that, you get to see how you react to everything, what you're allergic to, what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's but like it's just very slow, meticulous diet. But mm-hmm. people all over the world are doing it and it's helping them out ex- ex- you know, extraordinarily. Yeah. They're, being, they're getting able to see what they could digest and what they can't. Exactly. And it shows that so meat I think is that's such the a benefit person. of the carnivore diet. One hundred percent. I think that's an amazing plug. Cause I didn't even think of that to be honest. It's a reverse uh, elimination diet. Elimination so the elimination diet, diet is, is yeah. like where you take your diet now and say, "Fuck it, I'm gonna eat three things. So I'm gonna have avocado, eggs, and bacon, and I'm gonna eat that all day <laughs> Ooh, for a good. day, and then see if I get these adverse reactions that I've been getting. And then if I don't yeah. get those within a day or two, I'm gonna now." keep those in my my arsenal then i'm going to take another three things and then i'm going to eat that for two days straight and then if i feel like shit or if i get an adverse reaction from eating those those three things i'm going to eliminate one of those things for the next day and then do that for two days and then only eat two things yeah it's super meticulous but you're able to just break down your entire digestive system and how you work and And if um, you care enough about your the discomfort if the discomfort is so bad or if your lack of energy is so bad or your your weight whatever the ailment is is which is actually not oh you mean with all the food you're eating if it's so bad yeah yeah. i thought you meant on the carnivore like if you think that you have a gluten allergy and you just got rid of gluten but you still feel like shit you're like what the fuck's going on i'm getting rashes i'm this i'm that well you know what if your health and your life is that important this is something you're going to want to do you're going to want to do this you're going to want to take out the time to expose yourself to all these different variables and see which one is the culprit you know because you can and that's the best way to do it because when you drop down ooh, voice crack oh 24 years old still happening that's when you drop down two it's literally when you drop down i don't <laughs> i want to uh, i want to entertain you guys you know i want to keep you on your toes like when yeah. is he gonna crack when At you drop end. down to the carnivore diet you can live on that so it works like you're not gonna drop down to just like i don't even know just pasta and then yeah that'll eliminate other like you know you can't and i think that, that i was i don't know if you ever heard that somewhere but that's an awesome idea what to do like just to eat meat as your baseline and then and then from go there, from there yeah 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 that's a thing i didn't even know about that. like really meat, you never meat heard about that? being the baseline no, never heard of yeah that's the that's carnivore like diet is being used to find out what you're allergic to because i could see that with uh jordan peterson and his daughter what they what they're doing now yeah well she is but i didn't think that that was like a no it's a thing i didn't even think of that that's yeah, like it's such a thing a good idea. i'm surprised you haven't heard that on another podcast no no oh. well yeah well but it, yeah, so if you want to apply that, um, I personally would do what Justin just said. Um, and then on top of that, if you wanted to add eggs, then liver, and then quality fish, and then some bone broth, um, slowly introduce those. And if everything's yeah, working, then you, you introduce feel good, vegetables. F- yeah. Then you introduce carbs. And you, you know, you start, you yeah. go up slowly and you yeah. just figure it out. Exactly. And it's up to you to do the experiment and, uh, you know, you'll figure out what works for you. And this is, again, there's no claims here, which one's the best. It's a matter of just assessing them, seeing which one is more available in your lifestyle. Maybe you can't cook or you don't want to cook. And, you know, it's like, well, all right, whatever this place sells that I, I work near this place and they sell X, Y, and Z. Um, I could I could do a diet kind of tailored to this. Let's try that. You know, you figure it out yourself. But at the end of the day, it's up to you to figure out what works for you. And if you don't have that type of time or if you don't have that, desire well then you know deal with your shitty fucking boring 
tired ass body. Like, not my problem. Boom, bitch. But uh, yeah. So we're gonna wrap it up. We are exactly an hour and a half. Fuck yeah. Perfect. Hell yeah, dude. This is a good one. Yep. So now. Um, fucking check out our website, guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, check for out our real. website, youngmindspodcast.com. You could type it in. You could click the link in our bio. Um, check it out. Check out our shop. What you're going to want to do is read all the product descriptions of mm-hmm. our clothing items. Yeah, They're please fucking do hysterical. That. You're going to love it. And then if you're not subscribed to our forum, the Young Mind Podcast forum, do so. Like we said, we are going to pump it with information. Mm-hmm. Every time we study and we learn something, it's going to be on there. Like, we might talk about it a little on the podcast, obviously. Well, what but we just talked about right now, I'm going to write up this weekend. Yeah, we're going to write up this the, whole thing. What I was trying to say week. is that the forum will be super in detail. Yeah. Like, incredibly in detail on one topic, so you learn that right away. And then, of course, we are going to try and keep making YouTube videos. We haven't got around to that. We still have zero. If we can, yeah. So, we'll do anything that needs a visual. So, this is kind of what we were talking about before. I don't know. You could tell me if you'd like to do this. Um, everything that we talk about. So, when we... I wrote them down. Um, the things that I'm describing or you're describing during the podcast that may need a visual, we'll put those in as supplemental 100%. pieces 100%. to the podcast. Whether it be on the YouTube or in the forum, we're yeah. going to dive into everything. I think that probably better for the YouTube just because yeah, whatever, you're getting the information. However, however it will flow better is sense. the way to do it. Yeah. Let's hunt hands down. Fuck yeah. Well, man. thank you for listening. Yeah, guys. Appreciate it. If you could uh, scroll down. If you haven't, click Ooh. those stars. We like five, but, you know, it's whatever. You less than that. <laughs> you say this every time. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Guilt Click trip. a five, dog. All right, guys. Really appreciate your ears. Bye. Later. I'm not fucking leaving.